The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode of the Rise and Shine podcast is presented by Bigelow Tea. The number one tea in America. Choose your perfect flavor from over 150 varieties like Earl Grey and green tea. Available at BigelowTea.com, Amazon, or wherever you find your tea. Bigelow Tea. Grab a mug. Tea proudly. Episode 194 of the Rise and Shine podcast. And this is always my favorite of the year. And thank goodness the podcast is presented by our great friends over at Bigelow Tea. Because we're taping this, our senior executive producer, Bob Sue, and I, on the football Friday of Radio Row before the Super Bowl. And you need the Bigelow tea to survive the week. You know, Bob's been drinking his green tea. I've been drinking my lemon tea with ginger. It's just incredible. The guests, the interviews that we have had on Shine on Sports, on Sirius XM, it has just been incredible. Nonstop, back and forth, incredible radio. Bob, this is always my favorite part of the year. Because we take our three favorite guests and we put them on the Rise and Shine podcast. How about these three? C.J. Stroud. Oh, yeah. That was incredible this football Friday. Michael Irvin. Yeah. Absolutely off the charts. He did three interviews, and Michael and I have a great relationship. He said he wanted to do our show, listens all the time. We worked together for a long time. And the interview that we did with Justin Jefferson which made a ton of news, was a ton of fun, showed me how to do the gritty. He wants to meet Theo's all excited. That was my personal favorite of the week. I agree. I thought the Jefferson spot was incredible, Adam. I, I loved your gritty. We'll tweet it out. We'll show the world. I, I give it probably a good 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10 is fair. I was, I was actually impressed. Yeah. I didn't think you it. it was really great. It was great. I had the idea. I'm going to end the interview talking to Justin Jefferson about the gritty. I'm like, oh, man, now i got to execute this. Yeah, I was I nervous I got a little nervous. <laughs> little nervous. I loved it, Adam. I love seeing Michael Irvin. Talking, he was going to give you his jacket. It was pretty awesome. How about Michael Irvin? You want to talk about the ultimate compliment on Radio Row? I'm wearing a jacket. We'll put out a picture. And he said, and think about how Michael Irvin dresses. Oh, my God. He said, Adam, is that a sport jacket and pants or a suit? I said, sport jacket, part of a sport jacket pants set that I get for, from Calvin Klein. He said, I need you to take a picture of it. I need you to send it to me. And I'm going to make a suit out of it. Oh, my God. That's the ultimate awesome. compliment. That's the ultimate compliment from Irv Adam. And he's awesome. You know, Michael Irvin's the only guy that walks up to the set with a pair of sunglasses and puts on another pair of glasses. <laughs> he has a special interview set of glasses. I didn't even catch that. He is the best. Yeah, absolutely, Adam. He always is carrying on the nicest bag. Oh, that bag is so nice, Adam. It's got to be a Louis Vuitton or something. Oh, yeah, that I noticed. Yeah, that was. It, that's Michael Irvin. I mean, some guests, we talked about this on the podcast, Adam. Maybe it was even 
like 100 episodes ago, specific athletes that retire that are still superstars and command a room. Michael Irvin always does that. Everybody follows Michael Irvin on Radio Row. Without question. So, uh, still an icon, still a god oh, yeah. to a lot of people, obviously, part of those glory years with the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, I've known Michael forever, and he's, he's such a wonderful guy. What a week in Vegas. We had an unbelievable time. We had dinner, two of us, and, and Steve Torrey at, at Amalfi, Bobby Flay's restaurant at Caesars. Caesars is unbelievable. That meal was absolutely special. The pasta, the fish, incredible. Oh. The mad dog dinner at the oh, legendary yeah. Golden Steer, the, the steakhouse. That was phenomenal. I, I put out a picture on Instagram at Adam Shine of my steak. The ribeye was off the <laughs> charts. That was incredible. Obviously, the audience of the pod knows how much I love Carbone. I went with uh, my Time to Chime producers with Allison and Malcolm. How did it rate from the New York one? So, great question. Yeah. The spicy rigatoni vodka sauce. Phenomenal. Yeah, wow. Entre- I, I figured it would be. Entree's not as good. Yeah. I Entree's figured. not as good. Yeah, I figured. I mean, the, I feel like the original is almost always better. Right. I just feel like that's it. The so I had to do it, though. Yeah, you had to do Research. it. Research. Research. <laughs> I mean, if I didn't do for it. For your stomach. Research for your stomach and your taste buds, huh? And you've had a great <laughs> week. You've had a lot of oh, fun. I've had too much fun, Adam. The Super Bowl, I always thought, to me, like the big three, the big four for the Super Bowl L.A., Miami, uh, I mean, New Orleans will be incredible next year. But I think Vegas deserves a shot in the rotation, although right now I'm not so sure because I'm extremely tired. (laughs) This week has been way too much fun. Everybody's out here, and that's the thing. At least in some of the other cities, you you get a little bit of downtime. You can relax a little bit. I feel like we haven't relaxed at all. I feel like we've been out every single night. Like you said, you got to go to Carbone. You got to go to the restaurants. It's you're doing research, and there's research everywhere. You can go. Bob has been researching to find out his favorite casino. It's all part (laughs) of the show prep. That's that's the beauty of it. Vegas has absolutely been a great great host city. Yes, phenomenal event city. Oh yeah, Super Bowl will absolutely be back in Vegas. Featured guest on the Rise and Shine podcast after an unbelievable week on Radio Row, Michael Irvin, C.J. Stroud, and the great Justin Jefferson. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Not all tea bags are created equally, and the Bigelow difference is in the details, because tea is all they do. The 100% family-owned Bigelow tea is now the number one tea in America, producing over 2 billion bags in the United States each year. Whether hot or ice, Bigelow tea takes pride in crafting the best cup of tea possible, from the hand-picked teas to the carefully selected ingredients, all protected in a foil pouch. They've created over 150 healthy and delicious varieties to meet all your needs. From mint medley to lemon ginger plus probiotics to their original constant comments. Don't settle for mediocre. 
Bigelow ensures you get the absolute perfect cup of tea every single time. Have your favorite flavor by your side as you cheer on your team this season. When I'm watching sports, I always have a cup or two or three of Bigelow tea. I'm obsessed with the I Love Lemon, the orange and spice. And at night, I love watching sports and having a blackberry citrus herbal tea. Plus zinc. It's unbelievable. In the morning as you download the Rise and Shine podcast, have the classic Bigelow green tea. It is absolutely delicious. Find your favorite flavor at BigelowTea.com, Amazon, or anywhere you find tea. Bigelow Tea. Do what I do. Grab a mug. Tea proudly. Joining us right now, live at our sets in Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay, my guy, Michael Irvin, Hall of Famer, of course, Dallas Cowboy legend, now with the NFL Network as an analyst. The NFL Network provides 70-plus hours of Super Bowl week coverage, including a special eight-and-a-half-hour edition. Eight-and-a-half hours. NFL game day morning. Super Bowl Sunday starting at 9 a.m. Eastern. Michael, I love you. It's great to see you. It's always great to see you, my man. So, you know, from the time we used to work together, you know, to watching you now, and, and every week, I go look at your shine, your shine, the nine, that shine, the shine, yeah. and I, I love that. I love how you have rhymed that and made it work. I'm like Dr. Seuss over here. It's good stuff. <laughs> it is good stuff, though. It's good stuff. I call it, I take it my, it's always my steam room study. You know, it's after the workout. That's right. I get my assistant to fun it all up to about 24, and then I can take it into the room and do some, um, do some studying on it. You know what I mean? Get that it makes in my, me happy. In, in my spirit. Yeah, you got to be in the right frame of mind. Absolutely. You got to focus. You got to be ready. Now, you obviously have all these rings. You obviously are one of the great players, great winners in the history of the NFL. What makes Super Bowl week different? What makes Super Bowl Sunday different? It, it, everything. Everything that's around it all. Now, now there are two parts to that question, Adam, which makes it great. It, it's what's in your mind. Your whole life, how you saw this thing playing out from the time you sat in that front yard saying, I'm about to catch a pass, down five points in the Super Bowl. It was all right, always in the Super Bowl. It's what's in your mind. Then it's also what you see when you get here. You're like, wow, this is everything. Everybody congregates to this one area. It's all about you. Nobody else, we're not talking about these other 30, it's just these two teams right here. It's an incredible, incredible moment. You worked hard for this moment. So you got to enjoy it, but you can't Enjoy, enjoy it too much because you still haven't gotten your work done. You 100%. still got one more game. 100%. And there's still the eye on the prize. And you guys did that better than anybody else. Do you think with that said, for this specific matchup with the cast of characters on each side, does Super Bowl experience favor matter when it comes to Kansas City? It matters. Yes, it matters. Because the, the guys that have it, whoo <laughs> what they have is something, you know what I mean? It, it wouldn't matter as much if it was 
say a Jimmy Garoppolo in another Super Bowl. You say, well, he has Super Bowl experience. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. But it's Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. They have Super Bowl experience, beat your butt experience. You can't stop me experience. And we've been experiencing this for all, the whole while. We've been in league together. We've been making defenses experience that we're unstoppable. So, yeah, it's a hell of an advantage having those two when you have Super Bowl experience. You're part of a prolific combination with you and Troy. And you know what it takes. You have, you read each other the same way. You know, he puts it where you want it. He knows what you're right. going to do. You can ad lib. He can ad Whatever it is. And you guys are an elite all-time combination. Nothing like this. What? Nothing. Like, I. Nothing. And, and Montana and Rice. No, 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 Brady, Brady no, no. and Gronk. So, this is coming from you. And it, Nothing and it's so like funny this. You talk about this, Adam, because we talked about this earlier on Undisputed White. Like, how would you categorize it? Are th- is this the greatest duo? Hmm. Greatest duo. We, we've seen some great duos that, that can do some dangerous things. And uh, is it the most feared duo? No, I'll take the duo he had with Tyreek Hill when you talk about most feared. Most feared. But I will give you uh, is it the most dynamic? No. Is it the most dangerous? No. But I'll give you that third D. They call that home legs preaching. If you're keeping one letter, you know, dynamic, dangerous. But the one I will give you is it's the most difficult to stop because it is a fluid situation yeah. all the time. They improv Most difficult, you cannot, no matter what you do, you are wrong with these two. And what Travis Kelsey has that I try to tell receivers about all the time, that I, I love that you know how to get open, but it's best that you know when to be open. You see, and Travis Kelsey knows not just how, but when to be open. If he is reading Patrick Mahomes reading upfield and then read down to Travis. Travis gets open right when he comes down on the read and he gives him time. He's just a, he's, it's brilliant, man. It's brilliant. We've never seen anything like it. You may never see anything like it again after. From the playmaker, which playmaker for the San Francisco 49ers? We could talk about Christian McCaffrey, who I think is going to be the Super Bowl MVP. We could talk George Kittle. We could talk about Brandon Ayuk, who I love. We could talk about Debo. Which playmaker will have the biggest impact on the Super Bowl? Now, this is a great question in, in a sense of how I answer it. This is, I want you to get a sense of why I'm answering it this way now. You, when we start talking about great playmakers, we'll talk about the number of plays he makes, the opportunity that the playmaker may make, so the yards that he gets. But the impact is also important. The impact. Look at last week's game, and you will watch and see when that team was down, they started giving the ball to Debo Samuel because he's impact with his play. It's not just, oh, we just got an eight-yard gain, but the way he runs the ball. We got an eight-yard gain on the football field, but everybody just got energized because he he, he sets the tone for that football team. He made them come back. I think he's the most important player on the team because he's the heart and soul. When you see him and Trent Williams come out, that's a war cry. That's like we're about to fight. Dallas Cowboys came out, man, I heard clicks, click, 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 what nothing. They were dead quiet. When I see these boys coming out, they are ready to battle. That's how you come out to play football. I love that with Debo, and I, I totally agree with that. What was your reaction? And to- I agree with you, too. Chris McCaffrey is going to get the MVP. It, it, they win the game because – 
the, the babysitter's going to get his baby the MVP. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If he can. Are you joking? <laughs> you joking? And he's the one making the decisions. And I can tell you this. I, I, the I, I love Kyle Shanahan. He's so, so, I mean, so great. I love he's him. He's phenomenal, right? I love him, man. I, I, I've had a chance, you know, long ago before he became a head coach. We sat down and um, Indy at one of the combines and just kind of had a drink and talk. So I've got a chance to just sit and know him. But text him and call him a few times. I mean, just he's incredible. He's incredible. Both of these coaches, though, are phenomenal. That's the battle that people, listen, it's going to be great to watch. These two geniuses go at it. I mean, offensive geniuses. Each team will come up with something that neither has seen, I guarantee it. You're giving me the chills because I'm obsessed with that, the game within the game, the coaches, right. Reed and Shanahan. Me I'm too. with you on me McCaffrey. Too, I'm taking San Francisco. And I'm taking San Francisco, and I think McCaffrey's the MVP. 100 yards on the ground, five to seven yeah. catches. Uh, who are you picking and why? I, I, I have, I'm telling you, I, this has been a very difficult thing because the last couple games I went against Patrick Mahomes. Same. And, 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 and I'm sitting here now whooped. Like, it, what, what kind of dummy goes against this dude? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yep. And I got to try to put this analysis in because the reality is when I look at it and I see skill, this isn't even close. This game, game shouldn't be close. It's, when we talk just skill, play, skill, play, San Fran takes this game and run away with it. But since we don't play just skill, and football is also will, it's skill, in will and, and and the man that has great skill but but just seemed like an insurmountable will is Patrick Mahomes. He refused to lose. We were talking about this. Who's the greatest game manager? Patrick Mahomes or, or, or Brock Purdy? And I'm telling you, I said, thank you for having this conversation so we can dispel this stupid myth oh. that game manager oh. is a negative thing. You're right. Each great quarterback manages the game. He has to do what he needs to do to get you to win the game. Why is Patrick Mahomes so deadly and dangerous right now? And this is the thing that I thought Lamar Jackson slipped in loss. He's trying to prove a point to the world when you could have proved a point by winning the game. You know, I, I gave him so much credit all year by sitting in the pocket like Patrick Mahomes had done and delivered the ball. But in that championship game, that pocket got small and there was no one up, open in the field. And I needed him to then take off and start running. A great game manager would have known, man, I got to stop worried about making the play up the field and just get first downs, get first down. My defense is tightened up now. Hell, they're not giving up any more points to me. Just get first downs, get first down. We'll come back. That's game managing. And Brock Purdy does it great. The best in the world to ever do it happens to be named Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. 100%. The greatest game managers we've ever seen. Cowboys. I thought for sure they're going to be playing the Niners on Championship Sunday. I thought this was the year. Uh, I took the cheese preseason. I took it during the season. Thought they were uh, clearly the second best team in the NFC. What the heck happened? And do you agree with keeping Mike McCarthy as the head coach? I, I thought you needed to go in another direction and do something different. I always say, you know, hope will dictate effort, you know, and, and, and if you give me great hope, I'm giving you great effort, little hope, little effort. And, 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 and I thought bringing back Mike McCarthy would douse the hope meter because what do you do? We won 12 games, 12 games, 12 games, you're home looking in the mirror. 
right right when the playoffs starts, after the first game, and you're like, oh, man, I can't go through this again. I can't go through this again. So where do you buy back in with hope? He has to win at least 12 games. Then we'll say, okay, but he's done that the last three times. He got the 13, 14, 15 games. Where am I going to start getting hope again? And if he can't give it to me with, exchange of, uh, with an exchange of, of head coaches, then go out and get me some of those, some of those big-time players. That are that are in limbo somewhere. Go get me a Derrick Henry. Go try to work something out with a it's Mike brilliant. Evans and, and bring them in. Since I'm going to keep the same guy, and we've done this for three years in a row, we look like we've probably got as close to the ceiling as is. Let's go add something that could really make a difference. As is right now, can Dak Prescott win a championship for the Cowboys? Oh yeah, Dak can win, but he but he he got he has to win. He, he needs some help winning. You see what I mean? Like in those games that we're talking about that didn't show up, okay, that means the pass game went lump, went dead. Where's the running game? We didn't have that. We need that. So let's make sure now we complement him with what he needs to win a Super Bowl. But, yeah, I believe he, he, he can win a Super Bowl. I, do, I, I absolutely Just believe. need more around him. And, by the way, I thought Dak, he was number uh, two uh, on my ballot for right, MVP. And, he had a great and, year. And, right, right. And not just more around him. Dak has to make right decisions. He has to manage the game better. Like I love I, the way you phrase that, bringing it full I, circle. I, I know how. Listen, I, I'm watching you in this football game. I see, I see you and C.D. Lamb are not on point. You guys aren't going right. They're not going good right now. Then next play we come out, we're trying to throw all slants. All slants. The whole world knew you were trying to get this ball to C.D. Lamb. I need you to be able to say, okay, I'm going to force this ball to you, but let me force it to you in a better way. I don't want to put it in that danger. Let me just throw you a quick, a quick screen. Let me throw you an out route, something like that where I can accomplish my goal and I can still manage this game. That's game management. Aaron Rodgers does it well, jumping, getting you all sides, getting these free plays because he knows this is an opportunity right here at second and in inches, and I can get a quick snap and get you off of Okay. Uh, that's Dion talking over there to me, man. I was just talking <laughs> hey, about him. First up, I'm gonna see you later. I'm gonna go run and see him. That's my boy, Sim Lee. That's my man. I love him so much, man. That is my dude right there, man. The best. Just, so he, he really is the best. The best. He really is the best. Michael, you're the best. And I'm so happy for you. And I love watching yeah. you on Undisputed. And, of course, on NFL Network. And NFL Network providing 70-plus hours of Super Bowl week coverage. All his, day. All day. All day. Eight-and-a-half-hour edition of NFL Game Day morning starting at 9 a.m. Eastern. Love you. Love you too, my brother. You. Always good. And I love this jacket. Thank man. you. Is this a whole suit or just a jacket? I got it's a jacket and pants. Oh, this is a great one, right? Man, yeah. Tell, send me that pattern, man. You I'll, want the I'll make a whole suit of it. I'm serious. I need the whole suit. You want but the whole suit? Purple? Yeah, I'm yeah, serious. Yeah, and look at the so, pocket so, square. We're right, not messing around. I, hey, I'm serious. How I'm, sharp I'm gonna get is that this? For real. That is cold, bro. I mean, that's cold. It, I'm gonna put it where I put that on. Oh my God, it's cold. so right on my tall, dark, and handsome. Oh, that's gonna be right on me. If Michael is great on you too, my jacket. I promise you, I want that suit. I want to, I want to make this a whole suit. If Will you I make had me it, a whole suit as well? Well, you my dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> you my guy. He's like, that's I, I'll get you. I need to get you one. I need to get you a suit. Uh, but you look so good, man. You really do, brother. I, I love it. You're the best. Michael Irvin <laughs> from the NFL Network. This is my favorite guest every <laughs> single year on Radio Row. He is the best wide receiver in the National Football League, a superstar from the Minnesota Vikings, my guy, the great Justin Jefferson, who's <laughs> nice enough to join us live here in Vegas, Mandalay Bay, Radio 
Radio Row. Justin, it's Adam Shine. It's great to see you. Great to see you as well. Glad to be here, man. It is so good to see you. And before we get into all the football and everything from this past year and what lies ahead, you know I love Sleep Number. Mm -hmm. Sleep Number, of course, is the official Sleep Plus wellness partner of the NFL. Yes, it Currently, is. Currently, 80% of 80. the 80, 80. 80 of the active roster players benefit from the improved sleep performance on Sleep Number smart beds. Yes. Through personalized sleep data gathered by the smart bed and working in with a Sleep Number doctor, you know better than anyone mm -hmm. all the tools needed for the maximization of recovery time. Mm -hmm. Sleep Number also an official part of Crucial Catch, and right now mm -hmm. you can buy one Sleep Number pillow, yep. get one free. Oh, right look here. at this. And I'm gifting it to you. To me? To you. Oh, man. You know, man. I, you know I love Sleep Number. I know you do. You know I love sleep. Come on. Come on. Now, how many hours of sleep do you think I need? Good seven to eight. Seven to eight. That's what I see. Seven that's to what eight I get. to not be cranky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. to not need coffee in the right. morning. Well, let's not get cranky. <laughs> let's, let's not get no. See, what I need is seven to eight hours of sleep and the coffee. My wife and I, we're so crazy about coffee. We said it the night before, so it's ready. Wow. So I have two cups. She has one wow. in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We have three prepared. kids at home. We're ready to oh, go. Wow. And by the way, my son, Theo, favorite player, Justin Jefferson. Wow. Oh, I absolutely. He, he would love it. I have to meet him, Absolutely. Man. He loves the way you play, loves the oh, style, loves everything. Tell him I said thank you. I will tell, tell him, him I that. Said thank you. And I think you understand that, whether it's my son, whether it's Vikings fans yeah. nationwide. You understand what it means to be an NFL player and a role model and how important you are for kids. Oh, for sure. You know, I, I once was that kid. You know, once was that kid uh, that looked up to NFL players and uh, always wanted that experience of, you know, meeting my favorite player, uh, you know, enjoying that moment uh, for, for them to be as excited as, as me to, to meet each other and uh, just to be a part of that moment. And I, I know that this that's going to last forever. And uh, that's something that you can't really get back. You know, that, that's something that it means more than just football. It means more than uh, what I do for a living. So uh, any chance that I get to, to make, you know, a kid's day and uh, just to spend a, a little moment with them, you know, it goes a long way. Oh, that's great stuff. And listen, this year was kind of topsy-turvy in Minnesota all the way yeah. around. Yeah. Injury, play for the team at the end. Mm -hmm. How frustrating was this past year? Oh, it was tough. You know, it was tough to, to see all the different injuries that went down. Uh, see the the all of the turnovers that that you know we created and uh, shot ourselves in the foot, you know. So it was a, a definitely a difficult year for us, um, you know. But it, it happens, you know. Uh, it, it's something that you really can't control. Uh, but we just need to, you know, go back and bounce back, really. And um, you know, hopefully, you know, of course. You know, all of the play, uh, cards play right, and, um, you know, we have everybody that we, we need and we want back into that building. Uh, you know, the sky's the limit. Well, let's hit on that because need and wants back in the building. How much are you paying attention to Kirk Cousins and what's going to happen with him and his contract at the quarterback position? I mean, I mean I've, I've been a part of Kirk's, you know, career ever since I started, you know, with the Vikings. Uh, so the past, you know, four years, uh, he's been my quarterback. 
So, uh, you know, of course I'm, I'm tuned in to, to where he's going to go, if he's still going to be with us or not, uh, and, you know, what our plans are in the future. Uh, of course, you know, I, I want him to, to be with us, and, you know, he's been a, a tremendous factor uh, in us winning games and, and being a, a big part in the league. Uh, so, you know, it, it definitely it is what it is at the end of the day, uh, whether he's with us or not, but uh, something that I can't control, but I definitely would like him. Uh, to, to be with us. Well, let me follow on that because I know you'd like that. And listen, he throws you the ball. Right. He wants Justin Jefferson, believes in you, understands right. your talent, who you are, and what you bring to the table. Let's say things don't work out with Kirk Cousins. Let's say he goes elsewhere, signs mm-hmm. a contract elsewhere. What kind of questions will you ask? Because you're due a new contract. You want to be in the Super Bowl. You want to take your game, your name, your legacy to a different level. Mm-hmm. If Kirk Cousins isn't back, how does that impact your future in Minnesota? Um, I feel like that's something that uh, to really answer on a little bit later on down the, down the road once we, we kind of do figure out what's, what's going on. Uh, but I always will continue to be myself at the end of the day. Uh, I always will continue to, to put everything on the line to, to get our team wins and to do everything possible for us to, to make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, so it... At the end of the day, it doesn't really 100% matters uh, whether Kirk stays or not, because I'm going to continue to be the same type of player. Uh, but of course, you know, ha- having him in that building, uh, especially with the connection that we already had built on, uh, just the connection that we have in general, just off the field, uh, it- it's something that you know it took time. You know, so to have you know a new person in the building, uh, you know, it's going to take time to to really get connected with them and to have you know, that sparked like how me and Kirk had. What about the latest on your contract? Because my goodness, Justin, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, break the bank. Let's, let's go. Whatever they're offering you, it's got to be more. I, and I love my guys with the Vikings, but what's the latest here with your contract? Hey, I'm right there with you, man. I want to, I want to break the bank and I want to be a part, you know, of an organization, you know, that wants me and, and to, to really give me what I, I deserve. So, you know, um, I feel like, you know, eventually, um, you know, the Vikings will, you know, do what they need to do to have me in the building but you know it, I don't really know at this very moment you know uh, only time will tell um, I feel like I have the right people in my, in my circle to, to you know negotiate and to you know do what's right and um, I feel like this whole process of how we handle things and um, how we you know went accordingly with the, the season and the contract stuff I feel like we did a great job with it. What if you don't get it from Minnesota? Would you consider, you know, all different options, or how would you play that out? Um, I'm not really too sure at this very moment. You know, uh, I mean, I, I definitely am grateful for what Minnesota has done for me. Uh, you know, I definitely wouldn't be in this situation uh, if they didn't pick me, you know, just to be the fifth receiver taken. Uh, I'm still pissed off about that. <laughs> me and you both. Oh. Me and you both. But uh, I mean, just uh, just with everything that has happened and everything that I have gave for the organization, uh, of course, I would you know want to stay, and uh, that's why I've, I've been calling home ever since I got into the league. So, you know, it is what it is at the end of the day. But uh, I just want to play football. How do the Vikings get to that next level next year? I thought for sure when you came back, you guys were going to make the playoffs. I still can't believe. I thought you'd beat Detroit. I thought yeah. you'd beat Green Bay. Like yeah. those were locks to me. I mean, for you sure. you were back. I thought for sure it was going to happen. I, I love Kevin as a coach. I, it was all there. Yeah. How do you guys get back to Vikings football next year? Not letting really to start off, and not letting 
ourselves beat us, you know, just with the turnovers that we had for the first five games. That Philly game. Un unreal, you know, just me fumbling right there by the end zone. All of those different things that happened throughout the season, it was stuff that we can control. Uh, so it was just a lot of difficult stuff going on. You know, we had a lot of injuries, a lot of guys um, that, that wasn't able to play. You know, me being on IR, being out for eight weeks and uh, just not being able to be out there on that field with the team, is it was difficult. It was a tough process. Um, but we just need to all be locked in on that one goal, all be determined uh, to want to be in this Super Bowl and not be watching it on TV. So, you know, every, everybody, everybody knows what they're going to get out of me. You know, I'm always going to be that player that always want to, you know, pull a spark on the, on the field and do what I need to do to, to make us win. Can we get rid of the touchback rule? I mean, it just it, I mean, it I drives agree. me insane. I it's agree. the worst rule in all of sports. The I penalty agree. doesn't fit the crime. I agree. Fumbling out of the end zone? I agree. I mean, that's insane. How tough was that for you? I know what kind of junkie you are for mm -hmm. the NFL and for working and for winning and playing. Sure. When you were on IR, how tough was that? Oh, man, it was it was devastating. Uh, just uh, to be the first time in my career to yeah. really miss games like that. Um, and um, I mean, just especially, you know, we're having the, the goal of 2000 on my mind, just wanting to be the best receiver in the league uh, every single year. Um, it, it was tough to, you know, just watch the game on the sideline, uh, to, to take a back seat for, for a few weeks and uh, to really worry about my health more than, you know, worry about playing. So um, the process was difficult, but a lot of people in my circle helped me out. Uh, throughout the process of getting back on that field. So I'm definitely grateful of, you know, the training staff and uh, my family and friends by helping me uh, get back to, to where I needed to be on that field. Now, Justin, I mentioned my son is a huge fan. So he said before I let you go, don't <laughs> embarrass me in front of Justin Jefferson and he's eight. So I want to know if I – give me some tips on how to gritty. I, I, need, uh, I need from the expert. I have my sleep, <laughs> sleep number, so I'm ready. What do I need to perform? the gritty from Justin Jefferson. All you need to do is just click the heels. Click the heels. Click so the heels. So it's all about the heels. The heels. The heel click, and then just swing your arms back and forth, throwing your bees. So that's that's the key because yes. I've, I've studied it. It's yes. the arm. I thought it was the arms and the torso. You're saying it's the heels. The heels. So you got to click key. it back. Just boom. Boom, boom, boom. boom. And Every time that foot goes forward, it's the heel. Heel yeah. the tap. So heel the tap. Heel the tap. Heel, 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 heel. heel, heel, heel. heel. Yeah. I mean, you think it's, I got it, right? <laughs> that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. All right. I, Justin Jefferson, tell me I got the green. He is the absolute best. Best now, receiver. Now you can go home to your son and tell him, like, you got it down pat. I got it down. You can show him how to do it. He's going to show his friends. <laughs> I mean, Vikings fans everywhere. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. So I got it down, and it's all. Yeah. The heels. Click, All in the heels. Click, click, yeah, click. Yeah. Sets. There you go. There we there go. You go. Now I can. That's it. Simple. Retire on top. It's over. <laughs> End on the high note. You're the best. Thank you, man. I always appreciate, appreciate it. Thanks of for the course. dedication to the of show. Course. Justin Jefferson for the Minnesota Vikings will be back right after this. The audience knows that I am extra fired up about this. CJ Stroud. Are you kidding me? He is my guy. 
rookie season that is absolutely off the charts. Voted for him for the rookie of the year. Won it last night, of course, had NFL honors. Obsessed with him in college, obsessed with him during the draft process, and I've said best rookie season in the history of the National Football League at the quarterback position. CJ, it's Adam Shine. Great to see you again. How are you? Good to see you too, bro. I'm doing great. And you? I'm doing amazing. And listen, first and foremost, look at this trophy here for <laughs> Pepsi. How does it feel to be named the 2023 Pepsi Zero Sugar Rookie of the Year? It's amazing, man. It's a blessing. Um, it's something that I worked for. And uh, this award is really special from Pepsi just because it's fan voted. So all the fans who really watch the game, who are really uh, people who support me are the ones who are voting. And um, it's really an honor and a blessing to be um, really uh continuing with those other great players as well so it's a blessing man i'm super super excited and um blessed well you talk about the fans i mean you invigorize everybody in in houston you and, and D'Amico ryan's and the way you played and your smile right there and you had such a great connection with the community and the city what was that like playing in front of those amazing fans for the houston texans and really just making texans football important and relevant and fun and special again yeah man it was a process you know like um i i didn't think after we lost our first game in baltimore we came back and played indy week two and um i love our crowd but we weren't really there that day against indy and um we lost that game and then we won two we won one we won against jacksonville week three came back against the steelers and it was packed so um we really just had to bring back the hope you know it's um football and um what, what we do isn't something that people just go tune in if you're not doing well which i totally respect you have to be able to uh gain respect gain trust and people don't want to come and just watch a boring football game so um that was one of our main goals to make Texan football exciting again and make people proud to be a Texan. So I've called your rookie season at quarterback, arguably the greatest in the history of the National Football League and said that before, so I'm not just saying that because appreciate you're sitting right it. next to me. And and I appreciate watching you. So have you had a second to reflect on it because you know you mentioned even the Baltimore game and I talked to D'Amico Ryans about this he said he saw some signs and some positives there but you stepped in became that leader you had some unbelievable moments the Tampa game you were in that rarefied air in terms of that zone as an athlete as a quarterback have you had a moment now to reflect on just how special this rookie season was yeah I mean uh, during the season you know it's so fast and you always have to go to what's next uh, but since the season has died down, I've been able to kind of reflect on the year we had. And um, just, it was a really special year for us, you know. And um, our teammates were amazing to me all year. We won a lot of games. And um, it was a blessing, you know, just being able to bring back hope to a city. And um, I definitely want to uh, learn from my mistakes from this past year and make it an even better year. So um, I did do a little reflecting, and I'm really proud of my guys and um, how, how we battled every week. We never tucked our tail and was scared of anybody or anything like that. We came to play and to win every game, and I think we showed that every Sunday. What was that Tampa game like? I mean, did you feel you know, the smile is great right there? I mean, it was like Steph Curry shooting threes. I mean, you couldn't miss. I mean, did you feel like you were in that rarefied air in terms of that zone as an athlete? Yeah, I feel like I was getting my rhythm. You know, just um, that's something that I always talk about is being on time, being in rhythm. Um, getting getting into the flow of things, and I got it pretty early. You know, we came out uh, on our game plan wanting to throw the football, 
and we knew that they were a high-pressure team, so um, there was a lot of open zones, and they were blitzing, and then towards the end of the game, they started playing as true and honest, and that was when we started just picking them apart, and um, that, was a, that was a great uh, Todd Bulls defense with, around by Devin White and Levante uh, David, and uh, those guys are, are great players, so um, that game did feel like I was like I couldn't miss, but <laughs> at the same time, it was, it's harder than what it looks, man. The NFL is hard, and uh, you got to be on your A game every play. How about D'Amico? I've known him since he was a rookie with the Texans, raved about the hire, perfect guy to coach up the Houston Texans, and he, you were his first draft pick, and you guys will be attached at the hip for a long time. What makes him the right guy, right time for the Houston Texans? You guys achieved, overachieved, won a playoff game this year. And when you look into the crystal ball, CJ, because Texans fans are doing this, how special can you guys be together? We'd be really special. You know, I think um, something that I appreciate, D'Amico, when we came in, it wasn't like, oh, we're just trying to um, make plays here. Like, we're not trying to, like, contend for a Super Bowl. Like, that was our mindset since week one, uh, really since training camp. Uh, we never put ourselves out of it, you know. We knew what type of team we had. The world doubted us, but we aren't the world. We're the Texans. So, um, D'Amico started that. He, he holds everybody to a standard. And um, you stick out like a sore thumb if you don't stick to, if you don't follow, follow under that standard. So, um, he's been the, the one of the best coaches I've ever played for. Just his swag, his aura, his demeanor. Um, he really he really can still play if you ask me. Just how <laughs> athletic and strong he is. You know, he slaps my helmet before every game. I'll be having to tell him to chill. But, nah, man, that just shows you how much of a um, – uh, a player's coach he is, and I appreciate him a lot. Absolutely. How about Bobby Slowick and the job he did calling the plays? Yeah, he did a good job, man. You know, uh, he came out uh, from San Fran where they ran uh, Kyle Shanahan's offense, and he put his own little twist to it and put it and styled it for just what type of players we had. And, you know, it took time to get a rhythm and things like that, but, man, he's been amazing, and I'm glad to have him back. Nothing pissed me <clears throat> off more than the draft process. Seriously. It bothered me like no other. You know, the anonymous scouts, the tests that have nothing to do with anything. I know how brilliant you are. We saw it in college. I'm talking to you now. I see you in interviews. I mean, what? It drove me nuts. At the end of the day, how did you compartmentalize that, going through all of it where you hear this, you hear that, and how do you keep the main thing the main thing and focus, and do you sit there and pay attention to some of the haters and critics and doubters after you're the rookie of the year? Uh, nah, man, I don't, I don't ever, I always try to say I don't prove people wrong, I just prove myself right, and the people who trust and believe in me right. Um, and the way I did that, man, I just control the controllables. I can't control what people, people's opinions is of me or how they view me and my play and how smart I am or not. Um, those people who are usually talking don't, don't really make decisions or aren't uh, in the room with me and can't tell, um, can't sit down with me and pick my brain on football. And I really don't want to sit down with those type of people. Right, right. Um, right. This is a day and age where people want clickbait and they want to, to be the new story and all that. But, you know, I live in reality where I, I'm a football player. I'm the man in the arena, and I'm going to go make plays uh, because I know that God has put a special talent in, uh, on me. So, um, no, nah, man, I just what I did was just, like you said, kept the main thing the main thing and controlled the controllables. Did you know the <clears throat> Texans wanted you? D'Amico told me, he said, look, I mean, I, I knew I wanted CJ, and I knew he was my guy. So, you know, privately, I kind of smiled any time <laughs> I heard any kind of criticism. Yeah, yeah. Did you get the sense, or did they keep that close to the vest until the draft? They kept it close. I, I didn't think I was going to go uh, to Houston, to be honest. Like, um, I, I didn't know that they liked me that much, you know, until I got picked and I got to talk to them on the phone. But um, it was super it was super cool just to be able to get to a team that really 
really believed in you, you know. Like, um, of course, when they pick you in the first round, that's what they have to. They have to believe in you, and that's really what they did. Um, and from day one, like, just hard work and um, dedication was put in from coaches and from myself and many players. And our rookie class was amazing this year uh, from top to bottom. So um, it's been a blessing to build the foundation on what we're building on. And Tankdale, I was so sad when he got hurt, <coughs> but you guys had that special rapport. How do you keep that going in the future? How did you guys click right away? And really, how involved were you in drafting Tankdale? I want to know the truth. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Tank has been amazing. He's a dog. Like uh, He's a brother of mine, really great friend. And a uh, heck of a football player, man. He's going to be great for years to come, and I'm super proud of him. And just the work that he puts in, the work he's putting in now, you know, to come back from a hard injury. So uh, he's going to come back running, man, like just doing great things. I'm already knowing I'm uh, I'm his, probably his biggest supporter, you know, uh, other than probably his mom and his family. But um, I was a little involved, you know. Um, Nick, our GM, who's done a great job, he called me after actually I was with him in Houston after we me and Will flew back after we got drafted and he was asking me like what receivers did I still like on the board and my first name was Tank Dale just because amazing just because at the combine it was um me and him got to have a conversation that was my first time seeing him run live routes and um I was he was like who do you like I'm like I like Tank Dale first like that's my guy I need him or and I like Michael Wilson who uh, I train with who's with the Cardinals, and he's been a heck of a player too. So, uh, but Tank, man, he's a great player. He's going to do great things to come. CJ, you are the absolute best. Congrats on everything, and I'm going to have a Pepsi in your eye. <laughs> yes, sir. Doesn't get much better get than that. that wild cherry. I'm telling you, the wild right cherry is incredible, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Love Pepsi. Love wild cherry. Yeah, love it all. For sure. Let's go. Let's get Texans it. Texans win a Super Bowl. We're going to drink wild, wild cherry Pepsi together. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. How great is that? My guy, CJ Stroud, everyone knows I, I absolutely love CJ Stroud. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Bigelow Tea. With over 150 varieties, it's no wonder Bigelow Tea is America's number one tea. Find your favorite flavor at BigelowTea.com, Amazon, or anywhere you find tea. Bigelow Tea. Grab a mug. Tea proudly. Sirius XM Podcasts.